Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to your week ahead with Mama Data Astrology live right here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse Radio Frequency. Welcome to the best time of your week ahead of time. All right, y'all. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We are live. We are in full effect. We are ahead once again. It is I, your world healer, uh, coming back at you. I'm doing a quick sound check here. I'm telling you, Mercury retrograde even being in the shadow over the past two weeks before today when it actually stationed retrograde has been real for this one over here. I got prominent mercury in my chart, so it's not a game when it comes to these mercury retrograde phases, the pre-shadow period, the actual retrograde, which is two weeks, the actual actual retrograde itself, which is three weeks, and then the post-shadow period. Sounds like I can be heard, um, which is also two weeks post-shadow period. So <clears throat> last uh, the last time I broadcasted, I was having technical issues, issues with communication. I'm, I'm describing describing Mercury retrograde here. Even me saying describing instead of describing, this is me channeling. I'm not I'll, clearly. I'm not misspeaking on purpose, but I am a channel, and I'm ch- channeling <laughs> even now. Um, the energy of this Gemini full moon, which is Mercury ruled. I promise y'all I'm extra super sober. So this is purely this Gemini Mercury ruled full moon in a square to Neptune. Neptune is not helping um, communications. Well, I should put it like this. Neptune, the square from Neptune to the full moon in Gemini Mercury ruled is helping to contribute to a lot of miscommunication, a lot of misspeaking, saying uh, things that you did not necessarily intend to say, at least intend to say it in the way that you may have ended up saying it. So all the Mercury retrograde um, suggestions are strongly in play. Think twice before you open your mouth and say something, Um, read over, uh, you know, text messages and emails prior to hitting send, (laughs) put put the feature on your email where it, it, or your text, um, I have it on both, where it does, it gives you a, a delay in case you catch something before it actually sends all the way, so these are just some things to keep in mind. Y'all know I can't go too far without honoring, revering, remembering, and this is such a, a auspicious occasion to do so when you're talking about Neptune being involved heavily, not just in the next two weeks, because y'all know I stay ahead, so I know what's going on even a couple of weeks after that at least. So it's it's a, with Neptune being involved the the uh, planetary body of spirituality, the planetary body that 
you know, can merge with any and everything and dissolve, can dissolve into any and everything, that would include those who have gone before us. There is no separation in spirit between us and them. We are one. We are merged into one. So definitely, definitely, definitely thank you, Divine Righteous Ancestors. Without you, we wouldn't be here. (laughs) And additionally, we always remember our fearless leader here at Inner Peace Lighthouse radio channel, um, Brother Ampu, who also spearheads myastrologycoach.com. Thank you, thank you, thank you for another opportunity to come before our audience and share um, whatever spirit has uh, given me for this time and occasion. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Um, now, y'all know, y'all know it's the most wonderful time of the year, right? Because this sad season. <laughs> Happy, 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 happy solar return to all mamas, Sagittariuses out there, of which I am one. (laughs) Um, Of course, you know, around solar return time, it just feels good when the sun, when you've made that cycle back around 360 degrees back to where it was when you were born, it just damn feels good. When the sun is shining on you, it feels good. So happy solar return to me. I'm in a good giving mood. So thank you, thank you, thank you to all of you who have uh, taken me up on my offer for um, donations of any amount over $10, Astro Love Gifts. There's a link in the episode information um, for Astro Love. Just click on that. Donations in any amount over $10 will get you a, a, a corresponding reading, okay? A reading in correspondence to your astral love gift. Just my way of saying thank you. I know um, when you go to the mamadataastrology.com website, uh, some of the services may be a bit beyond your scope. Um, and um, so I just wanted to do I'm just feeling generous. <laughs> the sun is ruled, which, you know, solar return. Solar equates to sun. I'm having a solar return season, Sag season. And the sun rules the sign of Leo. And Leos are known for being generous and they just want everybody to have fun and get along and enjoy themselves and party. So, in the spirit of Sag season, solar return season. That's just my way of saying thank you, thank you, thank you for staying connected to your world healer, the dark and lovely Astro Tarot Goddess. Um, uh, uh, shout out to my mama's babies. Whew. Y'all make this thing go round, you hear me? I've got mama's babies from back in the day, you know, like mama's babies that just, they they, they not... Um, subscribers anymore uh, subscribing to the monthly service, but I got mama's babies that rock with me like literally every time they solar return comes around. It's like mama daughter, you know, I know I don't do the monthly service no more, but I got to get that that Astro Tarot solar return hookup for like the next six months. I got people that hit me up every eclipse season, like <laughs> they were my world healer. <laughs> I need you. I need you for the next six months ahead. So that's that's just 
warms my cockles, and uh, I definitely wanted to take a quick moment um, here at the beginning of this broadcast to just say thank you because it means the world to me, not the astro love gift. That's why I'm practically giving the service away. But what means the most to me is just that vote of confidence that says I appreciate the way you interpret the my stars. I appreciate the way you interpret these tarot cards for me. You know, I appreciate the way you stay um, connected to spirit on a regular basis so that you can be an effective channel for communication in this day and age when we so desperately need a word from beyond what we can see with our physical eyes. What's behind this? So that's my divine pleasure, and we can proceed. We're going to jump into um, today's show. It's so pleasure to be able to do this with you guys every week. I missed you guys last week, but today we will be discussing the week ahead of starting today, Sunday, December the 3rd through Saturday, December the 9th. And there's some things in last week that I didn't get to share with y'all because I missed the broadcast from November the 26th to December the 2nd that has significance in this week even that I'm going to pull in, okay? So just like I always mention to y'all, none of this stuff happens in a vacuum. Just because Jupiter trying Neptune last week doesn't mean that it's not critical to the interpretation of the Gemini full moon of today that's governing our next two weeks because it is. All right? So um, the only thing I also wanted to address is I had mentioned a couple of broadcasts ago that I was going to do a special horoscope episode for the sun being in the sign of Sagittarius. I'm going to touch on that in a special broadcast this week. I'm also going to... um, do I'm gonna I'm gonna drop on each sign today. Just the the what area of your life that this Gemini full moon is activating, okay? But in the separate broadcast that I do the Sun and Sagittarius horoscope information, I'm gonna do a tarot pool for each sign for the Gemini full moon. What I have prepared for you all today is a general tarot spread, which is a doozy. It's everything that I was, that's why I I love pulling cards because it only serves to confirm messages spirit has already been ministering to me about whatever I'm pulling cards for. So, you know, spirit had been showing me these cycles that are wrapping up during this time, this um, let's see. Let me make sure now because I don't want to tell y'all wrong. <clears throat> I'm going to look real quick at, oh, yeah, baby, within, <laughs> yeah. within the two weeks of this Gemini full moon season. Gemini full moon season starts today. The full moon was exact at 9.47 a.m. Central Standard Time. It covers today through uh, the 18th. On the 19th, the day after, (laughs) baby, we're wrapping up cycles. 
We're wrapping up cycles. Saturn goes out of Sagittarius. Hallelujah. (laughs) And it enters into Capricorn at 10.49 p.m. on the 19th Central Time. So y'all know anything Saturn got going on is representing cycles. Saturn represents time. Saturn represents karma. You don't think that's talking about cycles? And then I got the nerve to pull cards on this. That's what's letting me know when I pull cards and what I've been sensing about these two weeks, from today the 3rd through the 18th, which is on a Monday. That two weeks is going to be critical. I know that Mercury Station retrograde less than eight hours before today's full moon, 1.34 a.m. Central to be exact. And I know that Mercury is going to be retrograde the entire two weeks of Gemini full moon season. I know this. I know that this same Mercury that is retrograde this entire two weeks rules, is the planetary ruler of the Gemini sign that this full moon season is in. I know that. I know that Neptune is square this Gemini full moon season with a Mercury retrograde on it. I know this. So I'm here to tell you that all of that, everything I just outlined for you, basically spells potential for miscommunication, confusion, not being able to pin anything down with with anybody. Like, if you're trying to get somebody to give you a clear-cut answer within these two weeks, you might be the only one sad or mad if you are, are going to allow yourself to be frustrated and behind it. The people who are frustrated over these next couple of weeks, the people who are going around in circles, we're talking about cycles wrapping up here, the people that's going around in circles, those are the ones that probably didn't listen to today's show. <laughs> so you are here for a treat because I am putting in your hands the necessary tools that you're going to need to maneuver through these next couple of weeks successfully and in the highest vibration of this energy instead of a lower vibrational manifestation, which shows up as confusion and frustration, okay? So let's jump in. Um, The beautiful thing about this tarot spread that Spirit gave me for the next couple of weeks is that three out of the four main cards, I did pull an additional supporting card, and, of course, I always look at the bottom of the deck. But in the main four-card spread, three of them are pentacles. So spirit is showing you here, showing us here, we have access to stability even in the midst of haziness, potential for confusion and misunderstanding. We have access to stability. And the main overall card, come on, is the Ten of Pentacles, which is the card of Mercury, mental, mind, communication, movement, travel, in the earth sign of Virgo, okay? So this talks about definitely changes for the better. Keep that in mind as you maneuver through the next couple of weeks. 
that all of this fluidity, Virgo is a mutable sign. That's why I put that in the, the title for today's show, because I want my mutables to be on guard. I want my mutables to be on uh, to be on and staying ready to keep from having to get ready, okay? Because the very the very Gemini sign that this full moon is in is a mutable sign. That means things are subject to change, okay? And so don't be don't act surprised and don't act you know like uh, that's another reason why I'm telling you if you can't pin anything down in a sign in the season of a mutable sign, you're not supposed to be able to pin anything down. That's what mutable means: shiftable, movable, changeable. Okay, but this Mercury in Virgo card. It uh, it gives you gives us access. That's so beautiful that it's the overall card for the entire season that Spirit gave me. <clears throat> In the midst of mutability, Mercury ruling both Gemini and Virgo, both mutable signs. The other two happen to be Pisces and Sagittarius, FYI. But Mercury ruling two uh, mutable signs. In, in the context of a pentacles card. So, yes, changes are afoot, Spirit is saying, but they're afoot for your betterment, for our betterment, okay? The Ten of Pentacles card is this ultimate card. It's the Ten of Cups card, but, you know, put some earth on it, put some stability on it. Ten of Cups is like you're with your dreams, your hopes, your wishes, all that, you know, all the, the, the happy home and the everything. Well, that can be, Cups can be just, you know, this fantasy, fanciful energy that you can't really pin down. I'm pretty sure that's a Pisces-related card the very energy that this Neptune that's wearing this Gemini full moon governs where you can't pin anything down. In Virgo, it's a bit more stable. There's a permanence to this Ten of Pentacles card. There's an energy of things settling down. Spirit wants you to know over the next couple of weeks to settle down. Settle that in mind that Gemini governs, that Mercury that rules Gemini, that stationing, that stationed retrograde governs, settle that mind down and know that over the course of this couple of weeks that improvements are afoot, okay? Results of hard work, things culminating, the fact that Saturn, that is a energy of culmination and cycles and karma is ingressing into its one of its home signs, Capricorn, the day after this Gemini full moon season wraps up, is here to show you that likely 10 times out of 10, while we've got the number 10 going, (laughs) indicating endings and new beginnings, that's not a, a coincidence. That is a coincidence, according to Brother Alpu. Divine. That in the same instance where this Gemini full moon really is depicting uh, the final two weeks 
of Saturn being in Sagittarius before it moves into Capricorn, one of its main home signs is this same energy of this 10, okay? So that's just, I mean, that's the overall card. That's the main card. Out the gate, spirit is letting you know this is what's up. So now let's let's touch on some, some more of this astrology, okay? Mercury retrograde. Oh, I know y'all want to know about Mercury retrograde. I know y'all know, if you've been following this show any length of time, you already know... <laughs> That we already know anything relating to communication or travel is likely to be affected this time around because Mercury is retrograding in the sign of Sagittarius. Yes, like I mentioned before, another mutable sign. Mutables are likely to be predominantly affected. Sagittarius, uh, Gemini, Pisces, Virgo, okay? Now, this Mercury retrograde, all right, spirit, all right, cards, this Mercury retrograde is in direct alignment with Saturn. Yes, this same Saturn that is on its final two weeks in Sagittarius, this same Saturn that is an Earth energy that is Rep is represented by these pentacle cards that we got three out of four of in our spread for this season. So, you know, there's these multiple layers of these energies interacting with each other. Mercury, Gemini, Virgo, Saturn, Earth energy, okay? And and so I I see this. I'm, I'm discussing with you the Mercury retrograde now. FYI, Mercury entered the retrograde zone on November 14th. Today it's stationed retrograde. On December the 22nd, it's stationed direct, and it leaves the retrograde zone or the post shadow period of two weeks on January the 10th, 2018. That's just for you to put on your calendar if you need to count, if you're Gemini ruled, if you have Gemini on the ascendant, if you have Virgo on the ascendant, if you have prominent Mercury in your chart, there the odds of somebody having Mercury conjunct their sun are pretty high because Mercury and the sun, they pretty much travel neck and neck. Um, then this is especially for you um, to pay close attention to because this energy is going to kind of rule your natural vibration, okay? Now, with Mercury retrograde being conjunct, let me show you because I'm not just, this is not just me spewing out some information. Let me show you real quick. Last week, (laughs) November 28th, 12.58 12.58 p.m. Central. I'll make sure I got that right. 12.58 a.m. Central. Mercury at 27 degrees Sagittarius aligned directly and exactly with Saturn at 27 degrees Sagittarius. Okay, fast forward to this week. Okay, and let me show you. On Wednesday, December the 6th, 6.05 a.m. Central Time, 
Mercury at 28 degrees Sagittarius aligns directly with Saturn at 28 degrees Sagittarius. And I didn't get this information, and it may it look it won't be actually until January. But guess what? I still got it going over here. I'm gonna show you. It's Jan. I believe it's January the 10th. So this this week on the 6th is like the last time that it does it in 2018. But I'm here to tell you, it's gonna do it a third time. <laughs> It's going to do it a third time in um, 2018 because of the retrograde. It is aligned with Saturn while it was stationary direct, okay, in the shadow phase preparing to retrograde. It's aligning with Saturn this week after it's already stationed retrograde. And in January, I'll get y'all that date, um, but in January, it's going, after it stations direct, it's going to align with Saturn again. I'm showing y'all something here. I'm showing you guys that the energy of these cards, the energy of this two weeks, is going to show you potential for Saturnian stability. Now, if you're open to what Saturn has to offer, if you're open to cycles ending, if you're open to having learned your karmic lesson, if you're open to staying diligent and responsible and mature and dutiful and practical and organized, you're gonna you're likely to fare quite well during this period. If you don't if you one of those people you don't want to be parented, <laughs> I moved out. I, I got out from under my parents, you know, when I was 18. Can't nobody tell me what to do. I do what I want to do. If you're under the energy of being irresponsible and immature and, you know, ha- just you ain't got no boundaries, no restrictions, you'll do anything, you'll say anything, <laughs> I mean, you you may not like this season at all. And so I'm here to give you a heads up that you may want to make nice with this Mercury conjunct Saturn energy because all of the, uh, the, the themes surrounding Mercury retrograde where there could be potential delays when it comes to communication and travel, you know, you're more likely to be just on the way somewhere you've had on the calendar for weeks, months, and, you know, one day it ain't even rush hour and it's traffic. Okay, that's what tends to happen in a Mercury retrograde. That's not, uh, shouldn't surprise you. Um, com, um, delays in communication, you you know, you sent something through the mail and uh, it's been two weeks. And they tend to deliver stuff in three to five days, and they still haven't received it. Okay, that's typical of Mercury retrograde. But let me tell you, (laughs) the fact that Mercury retrograde is in alignment with Saturn, Saturn is notorious for delays. Saturn is notorious for restriction. Saturn is, is notorious. It's a notorious energy that has a slowing down effect. Just like any other earth energy, any pentacle energy, 
That's why I'm telling you with this Ten of Pentacle card, slow down. The changes that are occurring in these two weeks are occurring for our betterment and occurring so that we can settle down and settle in to the energy of wrapping up one cycle and starting a new one, okay? Um, So restrictions and delays uh, kind of being uh, compounded is what Mercury retrograde conjunct Saturn really describes, okay? So don't be surprised. Don't be confused. You ain't got to be confused. You know I'm here to tell you. This is what's going on over the next couple of weeks. Communication breaking down potentially, you know. See, if you're if you slow yourself down, if you you know with the Mercury retrograde suggestions of listening more than you speak, you got two ears. This is definitely the season to listen twice as much as you speak. Then, if there is a communication breakdown, you're not going to be frustrated. And you're not going to be confused if you are if you are practicing being a better listener during this time. If you're practicing patience, when Saturn comes around, especially when it aligns with the Mercury retrograde, this governing our entire Gemini full moon season, patience pays. You might as well you get caught in traffic. You might as well throw on your little audio book. Get caught up on a chapter or two in your audio book. You might as well, you know, put your little earpiece in so you can be a safe driver. Put your little earpiece in and catch up on some uh, correspondence on the road. (laughs) You know, that may actually not be the best idea (laughs) during this particular Mercury retrograde season, maybe any Mercury retrograde season, but... You know, my point is is to settle in, ten of pentacles, governing the entire season, two weeks. You might as well settle in to the changes. You might as well adapt to the changes. Mutable energy is a, that Mercury is stationing in Sagittarius, that Saturn is finishing up its cycle in Sagittarius. You might as well shift with these shifts and adapt to the potential for these breakdowns. Don't <laughs> getting upset is not gonna get you out of the situation. Remaining calm, remaining patient is, okay? And it'll get you through the situation without the frustration and without having a complete and total breakdown yourself. Okay? Um Mercury is also uh, interacting during this retrograde, um, or at least in the Mercury retrograde chart, which you can read for the entire uh, three weeks that Mercury is retrograde, which definitely encompasses the two weeks of Gemini full moon season. It is activating this Mars-Uranus opposition that was exact this past week. I didn't get to mention it to you guys. On, let me give you exact dates now. On December the 1st, just two days ago, 4.05 a.m. Central Time, Mars at 25 degrees Libra, 
it was in exact opposition to Uranus at 25 degrees Aries, okay? Um, the last time this Mars opposition to Uranus occurred was the 10th of December of 2015. And it won't occur again exactly until November the 24th, 2019. It's not going to happen at all next year. So this is a semi rare alignment, okay? You will recognize Mars' opposition to Uranus energy because you may notice a bit of restlessness. You ready to do something? You ready? Look, you ready for Saturn to be out of Sag already? <laughs> you ready for Gemini full moon season to be over so it could be uh, Sagittarius new moon season, which is on the 18th? the day before the Saturn ingression into Capricorn. You ready for 2018 already? You can't hardly wait. New Year's resolutions looking self and, oh, 2018 going to be my best year and I'm leaving all this stuff in 2017. That's Mars in opposition to Uranus. Mars is already stay ready to go. Mars rules Aries. So we know Mars stay ready to go. We already know that. <laughs> But then in opposition, a challenging aspect to Uranus, which is already erratic, already sudden and unexpected energy, okay, those two energies in opposition to each other can be combustible energy, okay? This is the alignment when Mars is opposite Uranus of outbursts, okay? <laughs> Tourette's looking stuff, looking like just out of nowhere, you just been popped off because you was ready to go when we were ready to go. <laughs> so I'm, I'm describing the energy so you'll know it when you see it. This is playing a major role in this Mercury retrograde season and cycle three weeks because at the time of Mercury retrograde, Mercury happens to be, I believe it's in a sextile. Mercury happens to be in a sextile to Mars, which is a mildly harmonious aspect, and in a trine to Uranus. There's the Mars-Uranus. Mercury sextiling Mars in this Mars-Uranus opposition, and Mercury trining Uranus, a part of this Mars-Uranus opposition. So I'm describing to you guys this because it could tie into mercurial things in your life. Okay, let me break that down. Hold on, I'm about to sneeze, y'all. Look, sudden unexpected outburst, sneezing fit. <laughs> okay, I think it went away. Um, Mercury opposite Uranus is can be characterized as rebellious. Hold on, y'all. Impatient. Okay, I'm talking to y'all about a season, a Gemini full moon season, where we're being asked to be patient. We got three out of four pinnacle cards. Earth energy slowed down. At the same time that we have a restless energy that's impatient and ready to go. <laughs> Y'all see the juxtaposition here? Y'all see why I need to come on here and channel this information so that y'all can stay ready to keep from having to get ready so you already know 
why you're likely feeling impatient and restless. And you already know that the best thing, the highest thing that you can do in this season is slow down in the midst of feeling wet to go. Slow down anyway. And it's not slow down so you can stop. Let me be clear. It's slowed down so you can channel the energy. And and you're you in this season. It is still even a juxtaposition when I feel and sense how and where to channel your energy. Because here we have this Sagittarius energy. The sun's in Sag. I'm going to look at all the things real quick that's in Sag because I already know. And this Sagittarius energy. Y'all know Sagittarius has a little bow and arrow, okay? So it's trying to aim <laughs> at a target and shoot, and it wants to be, you know, precise, and it has the energy of wanting to hit the target, hit the bullseye. We got Mercury and Sag. Saturn and Sag, I'll just describe that to y'all. Mercury retrograde conjunct Saturn. We got the Sun in Sagittarius, and we got Venus in Sagittarius, Okay. I'll mention to y'all a little bit more about Venus being in Sagittarius when I do the special horoscope broadcast about the sun in Sagittarius for everybody and how this season of sun in Sagittarius is impacting us all uh, by sign. So I know that you want to channel your energy, hopefully, in higher ways. That's what Sagittarius does, Okay. It's like this. Okay, I see you over there being impatient, restless, and, you know, popping off, having outbursts, but I'm going to aim higher (laughs) because I see you and I see the bigger picture, too. How about that? That's what a Sag does. That's what Sagittarius energy does. So I see that, but then I also see that this uh, Neptune, this square of Neptune to this full moon energy that says, well, good luck shooting them arrows because <laughs> you ain't going to be able to pin none of them down. Uh, you might as well be shooting arrows in the dark. <laughs> so if you're a, a mutable sign, Gemini, Pisces, Virgo, Sagittarius, you're likely used to that it, to a certain extent. Probably Virgos a little bit less because they like to be real precise, exact, and fix stuff and detail-oriented. But even they have access to, you know, this adaptability, which is going to benefit mutable signs during this this time if you can vibrate high enough to access it, okay? For the rest of us who may not be mutable signs, have access to a whole bunch of mutable energy in their chart. that's why I'm hipping you to the game so you can at least know that as you're being asked to slow down, (laughs) that you can at least aim into the direction of things that don't require being pinned down. When you're talking about the higher vibrations of Neptune, you're talking about music and art and imagination and visualization and wrapping things up and spirituality, and forgiveness, and releasing, and letting go. Focus on that. 
Focus your energy there. You you ready to go, but have you wrapped everything up in this cycle in preparation? You ready for 2018? You ready for Saturn to be in Capricorn already? You ready for Sagittarius new moon season? But have you wrapped up the cycles that have that are concluding as we speak? So you don't get to be frustrated <laughs> until you've done the energetic work of what the highest vibrations of this two weeks is asking us all to do. Call us from the um, 724, I do see you. Let me get a little bit further into this leading up to the full moon of today, and I promise you I'll pick up the line if you hold on. I see you, and I would love to talk to you, especially, you know, about anything that's going on relating to this time energetically. Um, and even the Sagittarius energy, I, des- I described some of the higher ways that you can go about maneuvering through this Neptune square to the full moon. Um, but even with the the, um, the Sagittarius energy, come on, that's a stellium right there. Four energies in Sagittarius right now, Mercury, Saturn, Sun, and Venus. That's stellium. That's a significant cluster of energy that wants to be contended with, dealt with, maneuvered through. And that's easy. You can't get too much easier than Sagittarius energy. The way you aim high with Sag is just simply to what they say, look on the bright side, (laughs) rise above the bullshit, you know what I mean? Silver lining in the dark cloud, optimist. It's something that in the midst of you not being able to really push certain objectives forward with all this Mercury retrograde energy, with you not being able to pin anything down with Neptune square this full moon, you know, Gemini's ruler, Mercury being retrograde, there's something. I just showed you how to do it with the Neptune energy. Focus on some of those high vibrational Neptunian things. This this square Neptune energy, it's going to be around for at least through the end of the year. So make friends with it ASAP. Okay, you're trying to pin something down with a particular person, and and it's it's a season of change. I just told y'all the Ten of Pentacles cards. Okay, so I mentioned the Mars opposition to Uranus because I wanted you to see its relationship to um, this Mercury retrograde, just so you can kind of watch watch out for that even within other people. You know, outbursts. Somebody come popping off to you. It just happened to me today, of course. <laughs> the day of a Mercury station and the day of a full moon. It was so typical of all this energy I'm describing to you. I'm sitting up here on social media and somebody decides to have an outburst. Okay, watch this energetically play out. We got a Gemini full moon that's ruled by Mercury, communication, media. We have a full moon where emotions are high and some people are lunaticking. And we have um, a young lady on a social media platform trying to come for me, right? 
she didn't know I'm Gemini ruled. <laughs> she didn't know I'm Mercury ruled. And that for whatever reason at this particular retrograde station, my mind and my mouth is on real on point and powerful. I don't know what to attribute it to. Maybe the conjunction to Saturn because that energy, when you are accessing the higher vibrations of it, like I said, Saturn's been in Sag for over three years. If you conclude, if you include when it retrograde, when it had gone into um, Sagittarius, retrograded back into Scorpio, and came back into Sagittarius. Okay, so I've had a few years to get intimately acquainted with an energy that is directly opposite Sagittarius energy. Sagittarius is about. <laughs> Baby, expanding, no boundaries, and Saturn is boundaries and restrictions. So this ain't been no easy few years for me, but one thing I have had to learn to do, and here with two weeks left to go with Saturn being in Sag, I must say I think I figured it out for the most part. Instead of despising Saturn being in Sag, I've learned to make friends with it, and that may be why I, I've had a look to, I just, you know, you assume Mercury stationing and, you know, hay, uh, communications are going to be haywire and all this stuff, but I don't, I've been on point, and that's a, a positive um, manifestation of this Mercury retrograde conjunct Saturn because it allows, Saturn is a stabilizing energy. What do you think is going to happen when you slow Saturn, when you slow Mercury down, when you slow your mind down, when you slow your mouth down, when you slow your movement down, you're going to, it's going to have positive effects. You're going to be able to think a bit more critically. You're going to be able to take on mentally challenging or serious work. You're going to be able to focus and concentrate. Mercury plus Saturn pretty much equals Virgo, the very card that governs our reading for the next two weeks. So, you know, on the low vibration, yes, Mercury conjunct Saturn can lead to negative thinking. If you're having an issue with negative thinking, if you've got an issue with negative thinking, you've got an issue with a negative mouth. And don't bring that to me, <laughs> not in Sagittarius season, because I will get you straight. I will raise your thinking higher than you may be ready to go. But if you don't lift that up, if you don't raise that up, if you don't expand the awareness of your mind, then that negative thinking can lead you right on into depression, isolation. Don't nobody understand me. Don't nobody like me, which is exactly what I was experiencing with this young lady on social media. <laughs> it was a video that a prominent leader in the conscious community um, had, uh, okay, and or it was another channel that put his video up. He was being interviewed and behind this uh, movie. What's this movie coming out, y'all? It's a movie. I don't keep up with movies. Um, and the girl, the young lady said, out of all the things he said on the video, she got stuck here. See, she got stuck. Low vibrational Saturn. She got stuck 
on some on negative stuff. She said, oh, he used the word female. Okay, you know, like she just got stuck there. And granted, I didn't have to comment on her comment, but, you know, I just thought I'd uh, help her expand her thinking. <laughs> and she and a, whole, and a, a handful of other people have mentioned something to her, too. She decides to come for me on some old, well, I must have this and I must have that. Mm, mm, mm. I had to go on. I didn't, this is my thing. I make it a point not to go into degrading somebody. I don't need to call you out your name. I don't need to make you feel bad about yourself, but I'm a super Sagittarius. I will tell you the truth. And thank God it's Sagittarius season because it's truth season. <laughs> Don't y'all know that every other season of the year, all the other 11 seasons of the year, <laughs> maybe 10 because in Pisces season, Sag will do all right, right? Jupiter rules both Sagittarius and Pisces. Um, but it's, it's truth season. It's judgment day every day <laughs> right now with Jupiter and Scorpio. And so I shut her, and I advised her. I said, now, I know it's a full moon, and you're going to feel compelled to go back and forth with me. And all I have to offer you is a suggestion that you heal in these ways that make you sensitive to a word like female, and you're a, and you're a woman. You're not a male. And I get it. I get the whole, you know, I'm a word nerd. So I get it, what she was saying. But I also get that comments like that. And people, if I did not correct her, that people that would come and see her comment later might actually get stuck on that dumb shit, pity of, getting hung up on a word like that when there's such a bigger picture, Sagittarius, a broader perspective of what this video is about. And you stuck out of a 10-minute video, you stuck on a word that took up maybe a second of that 10 minutes. And so she tried to come for me, and I I let her know. I said, it's Sunday. I will rebuke you now. (laughs) You better go on and get your healing. I I have not talked down to you. I have not cut you down to size, I just pointed my arrow and I handled you real quick. And so she, she, out of all the comments she made, she would never address me directly, which I think is hilarious. But my point in saying that is to show you the one manifest vibrational manifestation of this Mercury aligned with Saturn energy and, a, and another vibrational manifestation. This is not the season to be in your feelings. Saturn don't give a fuck about your feelings. Talk to a Capricorn near you and ask them. Saturn don't care about your It's not about feelings. It's about applying practicality. It's about applying organization. Come on, organize this thing. Does the word female really matter in the context of this whole video? Let's organize this thinking. And so, um, once again, be on the lookout for these negative or low vibrational manifestations like the isolation, like the coldness, like the rejection. I was very warm to her. I sent her peace and love. Um, you know, I just, 
I handled it in the most. Saturn's about being mature. When you're mature, you can come. When, when Saturn is in high vibration conjunct Mercury, you can, in a very mature way, communicate what you need to communicate. If you need, if you need to slow down or shut up for a moment to get it organized and together, do that. Nobody. This is the energy that's being slowed down anyway. I don't have to sit here and go back and forth, back and forth with her like we on text. No. And and, and I don't. I'm I'm vibrant choosing. Don't 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 get it twisted. Like oh, I just am so awesome because I'm vibrating on the higher vibrations of Saturn. This is a conscious decision. Trust me. I'm not that lucky of a fad that it, I just get to float into. I, I'm choosing to do it, and I've had three years with Saturn in my sign to teach me how to do it, okay? So don't get it twisted. Um, let me see if there's anything else I want to mention. But that was also showing you the Mars opposite Uranus where people can pop off with you. What, she came out of nowhere just in us kind of going back and forth. So what did she say? She said, it was so vulgar, and I don't even want to repeat it. It was ridiculous. But that was that Mars aggression. Aggression is low vibrational Mars. Assertiveness is high vibrational. If someone's picking on you or if there's something that you need to say because you feel so inclined and compelled, that's one thing. If you're being aggressive, trying to tear somebody down, trying to wound somebody, trying to get a reaction, that's aggression. That's low vibe. And so with this Uranus on it as well, that's where people can pop off and out of nowhere and sudden and unexpected. But on the highest vibration, it's a breakthrough energy. You can have a mental breakthrough during these next couple, few weeks, okay? Definitely during the two weeks that govern this Gemini full moon season. Saturn is going to sober up your thinking. It's going to, like I said, Saturn trims the fat. I didn't say anything more to this young lady that needed to be said. And eventually, after I shut her down, she started talking, addressing somebody else. <laughs> she ain't got nothing to say to me no more. Yes, okay. So, and Uranus can also, um, while it's in this harmonious trine to Mercury, it can also affect your thinking in these ways where Uranus is about in- inspiration. And Eureka energy, aha, you know, aha moments, I got it, inventive energy, come on. You could be inspired to communicate in a way, to think in a way. Mercury also governs planning, making plans, it governs ideas, it governs gathering information. You could be, if you're open to the higher vibrations of Uranus, you can be gifted with this beautiful trine and opportunity to have some really innovative, unique, original ideas, thoughts, and make these types of plans, okay? That's very stimulating, very electrifying, okay? And that's all I really want to say about um, Mercury um, being conjunct Saturn. Uh, As far as Mercury retrograde for Sagittarius, of course, I'm going to go through the signs real, real quick. I'll break down anything else um, on a personal basis if you want to get at me. But just to help you out, for Sagittarius, obviously this is happening in your sign. 
Sagittarius, hear me well. Chill out. Slow down. Slow down. <laughs> you not wanting it to be retro, Mercury retrograding your sign ain't going to make it not be. So you might as well slow down. Don't push yourself too hard. Get a get sufficient rest. Feel a bit draining on your energy, okay? And definitely when it comes to others. See, this Gemini full moon is happening directly across from your energy. So this is pulling up this energy of partners and others. It, it doesn't have to be people you're in partnership with. It can be any other person. It can be a stranger on the street trying to drain your energy, trying to push you, and, you know, tax you mentally and energetically. And so you have to choose to take it easy on yourself, take it easy on others, demand, command. Do I want to say demand or command? Demand. Demand that others respect your desire to be at ease and at rest during this time. If it can wait as far as signing, this is for everybody really, if it can wait, signing particular documents, especially if they're of importance, um, uh, making particular agreements, you don't have to sign anything, just even agreeing to something during this time. Once Mercury stations back direct, you could change your mind, okay? Pisces, for you, when it comes to... Um, you, you got a double Saturn influence over you, okay? So when it comes to uh, being more dis- being disciplined and being mature and being ambitious and goal-oriented and taking care of your responsibilities, you could feel a bit lax, <laughs> a bit lax on that, and you can really have a sense of experiencing setbacks or delays because you're experiencing this through the 10th house of Saturn. This Mercury retrograded. So, you know, take this time to, to all the RE words like retrograde that the retrograde uh, describes, do that instead now. Re- take another look at your goals. Um, review your responsibilities, okay? And just to make sure or just to take a step back and, and just, you know, to, Take a break or or relax. I know that's not a typical 10th house energy, but here with this Mercury retrograde on it, especially conjunct Saturn, if that is the order of the day, it, you would be it would behoove you to go with that flow, okay? Because making progress and reaching those goals in the context of these three weeks is likely not going to happen. But you can take advantage of this retrograde energy to review some things and go back over some things and make sure you're on the right path. Take it easy on yourself as well, Pisces. Gemini, this is your ruler. For you, um, relationships and this other energy that I was just describing is coming into play. So when it comes to other people, you can't afford to play no games. You can't afford to play with people at all. Um, Keep negative energy away from you, Gemini. If people can't get it together during this three weeks, you're just going to have to take a step back from them during this time. (laughs) Make sure that you are listening, 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 Gemini. Not just to what people say, but what they do, what they show you, okay, and utilize what you're being shown 
to make a quality decision on, you know, do you want? Because making agreements isn't just shaking hands with somebody and saying, "Okay, I will do this." Making agreements is just if you choose to pick up that phone, you agree to interact with somebody. You're making an agreement just by picking it up. So if 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 you pick see that phone and it's somebody that you know is on that other stuff, swipe that thing to the left and holler at them in the voicemail. How about that? Um. But also uh, what's going to serve you during this time, Gemini, is, is the willingness to see both sides, the willingness to compromise, so much so that you may feel even more confused about if you should deal with a particular person or not. But um, let the higher vibrations of Neptune guide you um, by way of acceptance, accepting people for just who they are. But once again, by way of healthy boundaries, if they respect, this is how they're going to show they suck to you. If you put up boundaries and they respect them, okay, that's one thing. If you put up boundaries and they steady trying to get over them and see how they can get at you and see how they can touch you and see how they can affect you, and that's something totally different, and that's how you will know. Virgo, for you, Mercury Retrograde is... Um, really talking about your inner emotional foundation and this possibly feeling a little shaky, things on the home front, things with family, where it comes to people supporting you and you feeling like that support is a little shaky. Uh, Definitely focus on accepting that (laughs) and firming up your inner emotional foundation. I always say this about this particular area of space, if ain't nobody supporting you, Virgo, you make sure you support you, okay? I didn't pull this Mercury and Virgo card over the general reading of the next two weeks for nothing. Your card came up because of the stability of this energy and the 10. Things are wrapping up. So new things can begin. Make sure that amidst all the shifting cycles, Virgo, that you stay girded up, that you stay strong, you stay firm in your inner emotional foundation. Make sure you do not leave yourself hanging, Virgo. Things may feel a little off, but you slow down, take it easy on yourself, and firm up that emotional foundation, okay? Focus on that. Aries for you. Um, As far as expanding, as far as going on adventures, as far as needing, feeling like you need space, that could be what feels a little off and a little shaky for you, okay? So this ninth house energy definitely wants to explore and learn and go higher. So focus on that. Definitely, um, it's the energy of teaching, but once again, the emphasis when Mercury is retrograde is to listen. So you could you could learn a lot that could c- contribute to your ability to teach um, if you do focus on listening. Um, uh, you may have to repeat yourself or you may have to listen to something more than one time to get it, okay? So in the context of learning and expanding Aries, be willing 
to look at things from different angles, be willing to um, repeat particular processes, and uh, be patient with yourself in those ways, all right? Leo, for you, as it relates to, of course, Leo, you're experiencing Mercury retrograde from your own home house of Leo, this house. Um, So you may just feel a little off, kind of like Sagittarius, but stay connected to your heart, Leo. That's your that's your strength. Okay, um, a lot know that understand that Mercury retrograde in alignment with Saturn it it, it it's going to cause you to be a little uncomfortable because you're all about fun and enjoying yourself and party and you know. Saturn wants you to slow down and take things seriously and be responsible. And, okay, we we can still party, but we got to handle our business first. We can't let responsibility slide. You know, Leo wants to love and be loved and be with loved ones. Um, but it'll be better if you have, if you're balanced in these ways. Mercury for you is probably going to be more about planning okay, and planning your fun once everything else has been taken care of. Cancer, for you, um, you're experiencing Mercury retrograde in a, in a very, in this Virgo area of your chart, so that's pretty cool. Um, you, it probably will serve you best to slow your mind down, slow, you don't probably feel like, you know, because this is the thing, Mercury is a real busy energy. So it's for everybody. Mercury is a real busy energy. I've already described to you the the relationship to Mercury retrograde from Mars opposite Uranus, which is another um, expression of busyness and restlessness. So, Cancer, you could feel like you got you got a lot to do, you got a lot on your to-do list, you got a lot on your schedule, on your calendar, um, but take advantage of these few weeks and don't allow, instead of allowing yourself to feel stressed while you focusing on the schedule, make sure you schedule in breaks. Make sure you schedule in rest. Make sure you schedule in, you know, whatever you need to balance out that energy that wants to get a whole bunch of stuff done in the middle of a Mercury retrograde. All right. Don't let yourself slide, but make sure you're looking out for your health, okay, and and in your injecting into your routine TLC time for you. Scorpio, for you, um... Definitely, this is looking like a money, a money period for you. Okay, Re- going back over your finances, going back over your budget, going back over what you value. Is it really the worth of a thing, especially you? How do you feel about you, Scorpio? <laughs> Um, you know, this is a period of time where you can reassess that, reevaluate that, review that, and make sure you're getting your money's worth. Make sure that everything in your life is worthy of you. Okay. And so, you know, <laughs> if you got to let 
if you got to let somebody, I know this this area of the chart is about what you your point of attraction and what you draw to you. Just make sure that if you're drawing to you, Scorpio, things that aren't worthy of you, that you take this few weeks to readjust your point of attraction. What are what vibes are you giving off that makes makes you draw to you things that aren't worthy of you? You're sending out some kind of signal. So take this opportunity to reassess that, um, to do things, practical things that support the idea, the reality that you do love yourself, that you are confident, that you are worth it, that you are stable, that you are attracting only the highest and best things to you, okay, including the them you chose, the money, all right? Libra, for you, Mercury retrograde could absolutely be affecting your mind, like for real, your your air sign, that's mental. You're having Mercury retrograde in the Gemini, Mercury rules area of space. And so you really could be um, a bit scatterbrained, a bit all over the place. So by all means, um, the Mercury retrograde suggestions like double up for you to slow down, even though it could be hard. Third house is this area of space is a real busy area of space, just going, running errands and here and there and phone calls, messages, mail, email. It's going to benefit you, Libra, to write, slow down long enough to write things down, okay? That's going to slow you down if you begin to write things down during this particular time. <clears throat> it's also going to benefit you to be, to remain flexible, okay? Stay open. Stay open-minded to um, different, stay movable, stay mutable, stay fluid, stay flowing. That That's going to assist you too. But writing things down is going to help as well. Sending yourself little reminders is going to help you stay um, as on track as possible during this time. Aquarius, for you, um, this is happening in your area of space, the 11th house, okay, of hopes, wishes, dreams, um, very super fast communication, electronic communication, technology, social media, okay. Aquarius, I would suggest, I heard another astrologer suggest this, but I'm really going to suggest this for you specifically. You might want to take a social media break for these three weeks. From December 3rd to December 22nd, you just may want to do a social media fast. And that may be the thing that recalibrates you, that um, invigorates you. Because what's going to happen is while you're not on social media, you're going to be plotting and planning. <laughs> oh, when I get back, I'm going to, you know, I got to post about this and that and the third. I got to update my website. I'm going to have this new feature. Once Mercury stations direct on the 22nd, okay? So um, additionally, people that you're associated with, groups that you're associated with, if you don't necessarily take a break from them, friendships, um, then you definitely want to review and make sure that you're communicating as effectively as possible within the context of those associations, okay? Taurus, for you, um, Mercury retrograde, 
is definitely going to be a matter of you slowing down when it comes to your emotions. If you're obsessing about anything, if you're um, intensely focused on something that's emotionally charged, um, the slowing down is going to benefit you a lot in those ways where you can take a step back, get a bit of, of objectivity on the thing, and a.k.a. get out your feelings. I might have been talking to a tourist on the uh, <laughs> social media earlier. Um, take a step back, get outside of your feelings, and dig deep inside of yourself to see where that's coming from. This few weeks can mean that for you, where you're reviewing your psychology, where you're reviewing these deep, intense feelings that you're experiencing. And so you, by the time Mercury stations, you'll have a better handle on that, and you can use that intensity and those extreme emotions to transform and channel into a productive, constructive way, what you're feeling, okay? Last but not least, Capricorn. Capricorn, for you, um, you could benefit from some significant rest as well, okay? And I know I'm kind of in different ways. I'm telling everybody how they can kind of step back. With you having Mercury retrograde in this particular area of space for you, you definitely need to manage your energy, and you need to be very uh, discriminating against what energy you allow in. You're very susceptible energetically. <laughs> we got Neptune square, the full moon. We got Mercury retrograde. You got a 12th house, which is a Neptune rule transit, okay? So don't get lost in the sauce during these next few weeks. If you need to rest, rest. If you need to get more sleep, get some more sleep. If you need, uh, you see, this is the deal with Capricorn. Y'all just may need some give attention to your spiritual life. I know. I know that's the very opposite energy of Saturn. I know. <laughs> but that may be a great significance during this time uh, when you're having Mercury retrograde transit this area of space that thrives in spirituality, okay? This is talking about your subconscious mind. It could be stuff you're dealing with that you don't have a conscious awareness of, and you may have to go to sleep and have a dream to ascertain what's going on. You may have to some meditation or some prayer or some affirmations to affect what's going on. This is also a very karmic area of space, an area of space that deal, can deal with the past, that can deal with wrapping things up. Maybe you got a lot of just clutter that you need to wrap up and you need to chill out in order to more effectively do that, okay? All right, y'all, that's Mercury Retrograde. This show really is about the full moon, so let me mention to you what this square to Neptune energy do so you can get an even more fuller picture. While I'm going there, that's going to open up the floodgates about this future card, which is this future card is the only card in the square. I told you three out of four was pinnacles. Well, the one that wasn't a pinnacle <laughs> is the Pisces card, and I'm just now about to tell you about Sun, Square, Neptune, and Pisces. So I'm here to deliver to you 
that nearing the end of this two weeks, when we get closer to this cycle wrapping up and starting the next one, that all of these pinnacle energies relating to slowing down, being more objective and getting out your feelings and being more practical and organized in your thinking and in your communication and in your movement is leading up to this very mutable, shifty energy that this future card of the Page of Cups represents. If you do this wrapping up thing, right, of the cycles, then you can do the beginning of the new cycles, right? The new cycle is going to have a lot to do with this watery, Piscean, Neptunian energy of of, of emotions, of, of spirituality. This is the energy of the Page of Cups of love blossoming, of our, our artistic sides developing, of our intuition and intimacy developing. This is the energy of the dreamer. Don't lose sight of your dreams, especially in this season when Neptune energy is very prominent and strong. This is the time to tap into your spirituality. This is the time to tap into your uh, visualization. I I woke up with a dream today that was so powerful, and it had a Mercury retrograde on it at that. It was so many people from back in the day in my dream today. I was like, really? I ain't thought about that person in however long, and they just all up in my dream. We were having a good time, too. <laughs> we were even being nostalgic in the dream, looking through old photo albums. And so, you know, I know these this cup's energy, it can be painful for some people. They don't want to feel nothing. But this is going to be a good thing. This this page of cup is a yes card. This is a card of warm, warm-hearted energy, and energy of 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 these emotions blooming and blossoming. The first vestiges of this energy. So do your fine. You don't want to be in your feelings right now. That's probably for the best with all these pinnacles. But it's coming back around, and it's coming back around. The pages are the young, the, the like the children of the tarot. It's coming back around uh, in, in, in a dose that you can handle it in. It's not going to overwhelm you. It's going to comfort you. In the meantime and in between time, be, be your own comfort, comforting your own inner child, asking yourself what you need in the midst of that, taking care of things practically and objectively, okay? Uh, the other cups card I got was at the bottom of the deck. So spirit just, it wasn't in the main spread, but spirit said, let me go ahead and uh, compliment this reading by this eight of cups card, which is, helping you during these two weeks. It's helping you get to the end of the two weeks where you start a new cycle where love is blossoming and the feelings are warm-hearted again. Instead of hurting, they're warm and they feel good and comforting. Along that path and journey, the Eight of Cups says, face the facts. The Eight of Cups is the Saturn Entice these cards. So here again, we get this mix of earth energy and this watery energy. So 
face the fact over these next couple of weeks. Deal with your healing is what the Eight of Cups is saying. Find the deeper meaning in what has transpired in these cycles, this last three or so year cycle of Saturn being in Sag. Find the deeper meaning in it. Take it from a Sag. <laughs> With Saturn going through my sign, like, it has not been easy. But if I look deeper and I look beyond the surface of what has gone on, I can see that this was all for my good. This was all for my healing. I can face the facts of what has occurred and not be heartbroken about it. But I could, this is a card of emotional maturity. You look on that card and you see that man walking away from these eight cups that he done filled up. It's not like you haven't put your blood, sweat, your tears, your heart, your everything into these cups that you're having to walk away from, but you're not walking away with nothing. You're walking away with emotional maturity. You're walking away with yourself. This is a card of finding yourself. This is a card of walking away from unhappiness. If you, if the only thing you walk away from these last three year or so years with is yourself, you're walking away with everything. Fuck them cups. Cycle is ending. You're moving on. You're withdrawing your energy. You're no longer putting any energy into them damn cups, them eight cups. It's two more to go till you get to ten, and you're going to take you and your two cups, and y'all going to be all right. Fuck them eight. Okay? This is emotional maturity here. It takes someone who is emotionally mature to get to this page of cups that we're headed into at the end of this two weeks. It takes someone who's emotionally mature to handle all the things objectively, practically, and in an organized way to eventually get to this point where, you know what, I can't let love in again. You know what, I am worthy of a loving relationship, of loving experiences and connections in my life. I just had to walk away from the stuff that wasn't serving me no more so I could see it. That's why we got the Five of Wands card as a supporting card to all of it. Because here is this this energy that mimics this Mars opposition to Uranus I was talking to you all about, where the, you can, the restlessness of feeling like you got pent up energy, adrenaline's pumping. You're you know you 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 can be assertive with this Five of Wands. You're ready to go. You know you're ready to go for the gold. You got ideas out the wazoo, plans that you're ready to move forward, put that energy, since, since we're slowing down, that's the overall card, Ten of Pentacles, since we're slowing down, and this Saturn is conjunct Mercury retrograde, and we got, we're having to slow down and organize our thoughts and our movements, the energy that is pent up, the Mars opposite Uranus energy that is ready to go and restless and impatient, Baby, is put that into the energy that it takes to walk away, the energy that it takes to withdraw and move on, the energy that it takes to heal and face facts, the energy that it takes to grow up and become emotionally mature and find yourself and end cycles that need to be ended. Because the sixth of pentacles in the past position, 
says that you have all the support that you need to get it done, practical support. Gratitude, Six of Pentacles is about gratitude. This is what you're coming into this Gemini full moon season with. We are coming into it with access to gratitude. Pentacles are real. You can touch them. They're material. It's earth energy. You have access to gratitude, being thankful for those eight cups. You don't have to shit on them. Even though I said fuck them, but I'm saying that to say you're not left with nothing. Your ability to be thankful for what those eight cups did for you, you wouldn't be as emotionally mature as you are right now without having those eight cups. And so the six of pentacles talks about you having all the support that you need, real resources that you need to get back on your feet emotionally and otherwise, okay? And and this is a card of being non-judgmental. Don't judge yourself because you fell for somebody's okey-doke or, you know, you put, you put all this energy into these eight cups and they didn't do nothing for you and you just got to walk away and leave them. Don't judge yourself for that. Support yourself. Just like I told Virgo during this Mercury retrograde season, we got Virgo as the overall card. You know that's a message. Support yourself to getting back on your feet. You, you, you have something of value to give, and you are in a position to receive that same thing back. This is a positive card. And then in the, in the present position, we are the king of pentacles. Whatever we need, we already are it. We already have it. We already have access to being to 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 being uh, steady, to to thriving, right where we are. All we hey, we ain't got those eight cups no more. We just got our two. Cool. That's all we need. <laughs> and we're gonna take these two and be thriving. This is also showing us as being able to slow down. This King of Pentacles is slow to anger. <laughs> this King of Pentacles don't care that Mars is opposite Uranus. He's going to slow down long enough to raise the vibration and be assertive instead of aggressive. And instead of popping off and having outbursts, we're going to have breakthroughs and inner access to innovation and stimulation. Even this King of Pentacles is very supporting. So this, again, shows us supporting ourselves, providing for ourselves, being resourceful, being reliable, being able to rely on ourselves, being committed and faithful, and being enterprising. You can take your two cups and you can make them whatever you need them to be, but you can't do that if you think that because you had to walk away from those eight cups that you don't have nothing left. The page of cups in our future position shows that we're coming into a cycle where we're going to have access to all the love, (laughs) all the creativity, all the artistic ability, all the intimacy and intuition and comfort. 
all the warmth that we desire. Okay? That's your Gemini full moon tarot reading. We've got a few minutes left, so I'm going to keep going about coloring in this picture. So when you listen back to this episode, for all those who are uh, listening to this in the archives, that if it's, if it's between December the 3rd and December the 22nd, that you can say, okay, I'm, a, I'm either way off <laughs> and I need to really get, you know, raise my vibration so I can access some of this good energy that's being described, or you're right on point and you are thriving in the midst of a time that could be confusing, that could be frustrating, you're thriving because you already know and you're not trying to pin anything down and you're not trying to pin nobody down. And you're not trying to continue to fit a square peg into a round hole emotionally with with things you're supposed to be detaching from and walking away from. So this new, young, loving energy can reach you. You're not in your feelings. You're, you're thinking practically. You're providing all the support you need for your own self. That's how you know where you're at energetically. You see, you can see real clearly. I know this is a time where you can't see real clearly, but you can at least feel real clearly where you are in this spectrum of Gemini full moon season. With the sun square Neptune, definitely um, this is describing pretty much what I was just saying, an energy where it can be difficult to know where or how to direct your your will. <laughs> it can be challenging to kind of perceive where you stand with somebody like, oh, is they feeling me? Are they fooling with me? This, that, and the third. Um, you definitely, this is a, a December 3rd through December the 22nd. Ooh, if you have a surgery schedule, see if you can get a reschedule. <laughs> if you have a job interview or an important appointment or have to sign a particular document, um, for launching a product or a business, see if you can push it out past the 22nd after Mercury has stationed direct and after this um, uh, sun square Neptune influence, it'll likely still be in a loose orb by then. Uh, what did I tell y'all? This is the last time sun is going to square. It already squared Neptune June 4th of this year. After today, it won't. It 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 was exact at 5:44 a.m. Central Time today, and it won't square Neptune again, the Sun, until June 7th of uh, 2018. It'll also uh, hit it again at, on December the 5th of 2018. So you know, it will. After today, it will be waning. It will be uh, separating. It will be loosening. So um, just the further out you could push important kind of things like that. Definitely after Mercury is direct, that'll be awesome. That'll be great. Okay. Um, Sun square Neptune can't, like Neptune is like a dissolving energy, so it can have a weakening effect, and the sun does rule our will. That's what I'm saying. You may be a bit confused about how to direct your will. Your sun is also your personality, the way you express yourself, your ego can be a bit affected as well. That's why, you know, like um, maybe even first date, 
I wouldn't do between, you know, now and likely when Mercury stations direct. I keep bringing that up because the fact that Mercury is retrograde right now plus the sun square Neptune, that's just bad for making a quality decision. That's just not good for being in the right frame of mind to make a powerful decision because Neptune, once again, is having that weakening effect. Um, When it comes to the sun's aspect of just exerting that will, getting things done, I will do this today, I will not do this, you know, um, it could be a little bit difficult getting things going. So, just keep that in mind. It doesn't mean, okay, well, the sun squaring next and I can't do anything. It just means now that you know that, now that you have a conscious awareness of that, that that's going on, you can be like this king of pentacles that we are in this spread and make a choice. Choose to be steady. Choose to be adept. Choose to be, you know, committed. Okay, and and this King of Pentacles is encouraging. Encourage yourself, okay? My will may be a little weak, but what is this? Uh, The card of Taurus, which is I have. (laughs) So I I, I may not be able to will, but I have. I have the ability to do this better, the third. I have access, just like me. Here, uh, I've recently started back on a, a workout r- routine. Do I want to get up and work out? Mm, I'm starting to. <laughs> now that I've been going a few times, I'm starting to. I've been making my little smoothies. I'm starting to. Um, but then I've also uh, had to learn having prominent Neptune in my chart, just like this sun square Neptune describes. Um, I've had to learn over the course of my life how to get along with the higher vibrations of Neptune, which is extreme self-care. Yeah, Neptune maybe have a weakening effect on your vitality and your will and your motivation, but Neptune is also acceptance. Neptune is also extreme self-care. And, you know, that can be your affirmation. I have what it takes to take care of myself. I have what it takes to make sure that I remain steady like this King of Pentacles. I have everything I need to remain committed to my health and well-being. You got to, it's no excuse. Sun Square Neptune is not an excuse. I'm just describing it to you so you can be strategic about how to maneuver either around it or within the context of it. Um, be aware with Sun Square Neptune that other can be impacting you in these ways. Maybe you, maybe you're more like how how I am right now. We're not gonna act like because it is solar return season, and I do plan on cheating a little bit, having some sleeps and all that stuff. <laughs> eventually, um, I'm saving up right now. I'm eating, drinking my little smoothie, starting to save up for that cake. <laughs> um, So even if you are um, managing well within the context of this energy, it may be other people around you who are bringing the confusion, bringing the disappointment, their will being weakened, and they can't seem to get right and, and, and be steady and be faithful and be loyal and be committed. So it may not be you. You may see this in others. 
which could be where the square, the challenge comes into play because you got to deal with them, you got to deal with them. And so, Endeavor, uh, Neptune, one of the higher, highest vibrations of Neptune um, is compassion and acceptance and forgiveness. Um, just accept it. Like, like I said, you can either choose when Neptune is going haywire, low vibrational in you or in others, especially in others. That's when you draw the lines in the sand. You draw your boundaries and your restrictions. Okay, you, you, you have shown me that you are not willing, able, or ready to be committed, to be faithful, to be loyal, to be steady, to be adept, to be supporting, to be encouraging, all these beautiful King of Pentacles ideas. And so I have to draw a line with you. You know, until you show me anything different, you can only come this far and you bet not cross that line or you're going to find out what another restriction <laughs> could be, okay? Whatever you do, do under this influence, it's not. this isn't the best time to give people the benefit of the doubt. If they're showing you a whole bunch of that bull, that's because that's exactly what it is. It's that bull. They ain't trying. They don't want to try. That's it. Don't, this is not the time to put anybody up on a pedestal or have this idealized view of anybody because the ones that's on their low vibrational Neptune and ain't shamed, they're going to be the ones to cross you. Uh, it'll it'll end up being a loss on your, uh, you taking an L um, or being caught up in, in a really slanderous or some OBS type of situation, okay, uh, some something deceptive you know, predators, somebody just looking for somebody who's ripe for the picking, you know. So um, also health with the Neptune challenging the sun energy, uh, be mindful of that, uh, just of just sensitivity to infection possibly, you know, getting sick. Take care. Once again, if you're accessing the high vibration of Neptune that is extreme self-care, you don't have to worry about that. Um, drinking, any escapist activities during this time, be mindful. Be mindful. Don't, let, don't set your drink down. Don't let nobody make you a drink. Don't, you know, this, this is the time somebody could lace your stuff. Make sure you know who you're getting stuff from, okay? Um, also, beware of potential for feeling paranoid or depressed. Once again, high vibrations of Neptune, you're tapping into your spirituality, prayer, affirmation, you know, things of that nature, extreme self-care. You're not really having to worry about stuff like that. I'm going to skip on down, even though I wanted to go into, if you have Sun Square Neptune in your natal chart, like um, Barack Obama, Whitney Houston, Halle Berry, Erica Badu, Dorothy Danzig, and Chris Rockdu. But I'm skipping to this full moon real quick. I pretty much talked about everything that, that's why I wanted to take it slow, take my own advice with Mercury retrograde conjunct Saturn and slow it down. And I know I title the show certain things, and I, I'd be having I've, I've just ambitions about all the things I want to talk about within the context of two hours. Um, but 
you know, I, 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 I do my best to take my own advice and wisdom because I know spirit is not lying to me. And, you know, I'm channeling some really powerful, accurate information. Uh, so I try to take my own advice. <clears throat> uh the, the the information I just gave you about Sun Square Neptune is really the prominent theme of the entire full moon two weeks. So we really already dug into the bulk of what I wanted to talk about um, as it relates to the full moon. The full moon was exact today, 9.47 a.m., uh, 11 degrees and 40 minutes of Gemini. Uh, celebrities that were born at a Gemini full moon, Tina Turner in 1939, Arnell Simpson, I I refuse to forget about OJ's Black Children, Uh, Arnell, 1968, baby, Um, United Arab Emirates has an inception date that was at a Gemini full moon in 1971. Um, Let's see here. With the moon square Neptune, that takes everything that I said about the sun square Neptune being affecting the will and affecting the self-expression, the way people express themselves to you. With the moon square Neptune, it internalizes that, and it talks about your feelings and you more at home within yourself. So with moon square Neptune, you could experience strange feelings, okay? strange feelings that leave you um, potentially confused about what's real and what's not, Um, strange feelings that alter your perception of reality. So that's why it's it's even more important that this is a period of time uh, over these next two weeks of the Gemini full moon where you're not making life decisions. You're not having, you know, life, uh, potentially life-altering surgeries and things of that nature, okay? Uh, it just, <laughs> the doctor could be in there on you and they literally just see something that's not there or something that is there and don't see it. You know, that's the thing. It's not that, that's how things can go wrong because the perception is off. Mercury retrograde plus all this Neptune square energy is just not a good idea. Um, you know, if somebody is self-deluded, they may not be deceiving you on purpose. They may be self-deluded and really think what they're doing or saying is right or true. So that's the that's the thing. That's where the, the restrictions and the boundaries need to put up, the, the slowing down. Okay, so let me slow down. Do I need to do this surgery within these, you know, two weeks? Can I move it out? Um Dreams are a real, like I told you, I I, I knew I was going to have a dream. I pretty much dream every night, but sometimes I don't. I knew I was going to have a dream today, and I knew it was going to be significant, and I knew it was going to have a mercury retrograde feel on it. But with with this square to Neptune, don't take it. You don't need to take your dreams literally, typically anyway, but definitely don't read so much into your dreams. Um, beware of spiritual people. Hey, even me. <laughs> I know I have good intentions, but, you know, even starting out this show, I, my words were all jumbling up on each other, and even my mind right now, like, 
I feel like I should follow my notes, but at the same time, I feel like I should just go with the flow. But see, I I have been observing these energies long enough to know that I didn't need to get on the air today and try to pin nothing down the way. I just needed to go with the flow and know that the information is going to flow to your spirit just the way that it's supposed to, no matter how I say it or miss say something. Um, this is a, a, a high vibrational Neptune, like I said, is really compassionate. So you're not opening yourself up to be deluded, taking every little side story somebody want to come to you with as fact, definitely not right now because they could be deceiving you. But when you give out of your overflow, when you've been practicing extreme self-care, tending to your own needs first, when you've been tending to your own spirituality, when you've been, you know, being accept, practicing acceptance and forgiveness and releasing and surrendering and letting go, then you have an abundance and an overflow to give from. This is not the time to give to people and you barely got yourself. This is the time, okay, if you got overflow, if you have excess, if you can afford to lose it, then yes, you, you can show that empathy, you can show that selflessness, you can show that generosity, you can show that, um, uh, yeah, the, the volunteer, it's some energy of volunteering, okay? If you haven't taken care of home and you haven't taken care of yourself, you can't volunteer nothing. Have a seat, sit down. <laughs> And you can't lend a helping hand if you need help yourself is what I'm getting to. So let me real quick with the final handful of minutes we have left, I'm going to run through the signs real quick again. Just like with the Mercury retrograde, I started with Sagittarius because that's the sign Mercury is um, retrograde in. This full moon, I'm going to start with Gemini, both mutable signs. So that's why I titled the show the way that I did because mutable signs are really getting it right now, not in a negative way, not in a bad way, but definitely in a challenging way, okay? That's why I'm mentioning these critical things to you to kind of help you out so you have something to kind of identify with and recognize what you do have in your hand and in your pocket that you can pull out when you need to to rise above anything that's going on that is challenging you. Gemini, for you, Full moon in your sign, baby. Emotions on full. <laughs> People around you, emotions on full. Um, very potentially challenging energy. Um, just be, stay aware of what you're feeling. Ask yourself frequently, Gemini, how you feel. And if you're feeling a way that is a vibration that needs to be raised, do everything that you can to raise it. Practice that extreme self-care. It's going to be your saving grace, Gemini Virgo. For you, um, this is a time where back to those goals, these goals, um, Usually at a full moon in this area of space, you can kind of see where you need to make adjustments on your uh, way to achieving your goals. You may not be able to see that so clearly right now, but you can feel it, okay? When it comes to your goals, when it comes to things you're ambitious about, when it comes to your public responsibility, into the answer of what direction to take. And if it's no direction right now, once again, Virgo, this is with this Mercury retrograde on this um, Gemini full moon season, 
be open to taking a break, taking a risk, and looking at your goals from that perspective, okay? Sagittarius, instead of a content, this area of space wants to, you know, it's a Capricorn area of space. It wants to work hard. It wants to charge ahead. It wants to keep going no matter what. Even if it's slow, it wants to keep going. Slow money better than no money. But if it did have to slow down to a stop or a rest, like a station, just how Mercury station today, a station is just where it's at rest. If you're going forward and you all of a sudden are going to move and go backward, at some point you got to stop. And so if you got to stop, Virgo, take advantage of seeing things from that perspective, just like we talked about with the tarot cards. Sagittarius, for you, it's all about others. It's all about relationships, partnerships, the other person. It's likely Sagittarius going to be some other in your life that could be ticking, that could be out of balance, um, that could be being dramatic, that could be showing out. Um, <clears throat> recognize that that's the aspect of you and deal with it as lovingly, as gracefully as you can, endeavoring the entire way to find balance where it could be a tug of war, okay? If you need to drop the rope, Sag, drop the rope. It's sad season anyway. Ain't nobody got time for that. Drop that rope. Go on, have your Sagittarius season party, and check back on them in a couple of weeks when we get out of this <laughs> season. Pisces, for you, it's all about your inner emotional foundation, your gut Pisces is going, I really ain't got to tell you, but your gut is going to lead you one way or the other. It will never fail you. Your intuition will never fail you, but sometimes you got to get quiet. you got to get to yourself. This area of space is the most private part of the chart. You may need to get in your quiet place by yourself in your prayer closet and, and take it from there. Your prayer closet won't lead you wrong, Pisces. Libra, for you? Um... Endeavor to see the bigger picture. That's going to help you out a lot. Um, you may not feel like you can expand so much now, uh, but remain open. Remain willing to go higher and further in order to make for a more fuller picture. Okay? Aquarius, for you, um, <laughs> uh, definitely... Within the context of what I told you for Mercury retrograde, just keep your heart open. You know, we, I, I told you, you know, get off social media, take a social media break and all that. But stay open, stay willing to receive and give love. And I know this is the area space where you may want the attention and you're not on social media necessarily to get it. Give yourself that attention. Love you first. Capricorn. Gemini full moon for you, work hard, That don't have to tell you that, but definitely take care of your health. Uh, don't If you're feeling stressed during these couple of weeks, that once again, what I was about Mercury retrograde, take a rest, take, some, take a break, tap into that spirituality, make sure you're attending to your needs. Taurus, for you, um, stability, finances, um, self-confidence, this is all you. Tap into you and your energy at this time and what you need and what you have and what you're attracting. I am so running out of time. Aries, Leo, Cancer, Scorpio. If you're in any one of these signs, click the link in the episode information. Uh, which one is it to get to me? 
just click the site link. Um, I'm going to have to add a link in here again. I used to have it in here that emails me directly. Just get at me, and I will hook you up, Aries, Leo, Cancer, or Scorpio. I got you. Be on the lookout for the special horoscope um, episode coming up. Stay connected to mama.astrology.com, myastrologycoach.com. Shout out to astrologyking.com and, oh, there's one more I wanted to shout out, but um, I will be back, you guys. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Peace. <laughs> Happy Gemini full moon. <laughs>